Yes, people, it's episode 205 of Griff's Brain Dump, and it's me, Griff, obviously. How are you doing? It is Sunday the 3rd of January. Happy New Year. It's uh, 2021. Uh, could this year get any... Could last year be beaten by 2021? Is 2021 going to be worse? Has your year started badly? Has your year started well? I'm interested. I want to know what's going on in your life. Uh, 2021 hasn't been the best of starts for me, but we will move on. We'll move on. I won't go into that, but um, onwards and upwards, as they say. But how was your New Year's? What did you do? Did you celebrate? Did you even look outside your window when all the banging off was going off with the fireworks? Maybe you live in a certain area where you thought the fireworks were gunshots. And it wasn't advisable to look out your window. See, where I'm from, that it was fireworks. It was it was real fireworks. Um, some some of those fireworks, though, right? Because you know you've got those fireworks that look nice. Those ones. Those ones. Lovely. But then you've got those other ones that sound like an absolute IED. Like someone's placed a bomb next to your window and just let it off. There was a few of those going off. Our neighbours, uh, they came round with a bottle of uh, Prosecco and and uh, some chocolates and gave them to us uh, on New Year's Eve. Uh, me and my wife looked at each other and was like, okay, they're going to have a party then. <laughs> it was a bribe. It was, it was hush money in the form of alcohol and chocolates. And it was, it was hilarious. Um, I know my New Year's Eve was exactly how I predicted, with my wife asleep on the sofa and me washing up. And that's exactly what happened. Um, so yeah, so that was my New Year's Eve, 2021. Um, I mean, what, what has happened this week in, uh, in the news? And, well, oh, Brexit, jeez. UK's no longer in the EU. How about that? I have been so, like, in my own world, just... Obviously, that happened. I haven't really read the implications of it or the ramifications. Just I was just catching up before I got on here. I've seen this on people who live in Spain who are stuck in the UK and can't get back to Spain because their ID cards are no longer valid. Um, I saw that one of the first taxes to be removed was the luxury tax on female sanitary products, which is good. No VAT on that. Apparently, EU law is you can't reduce the VAT uh, lower than 5 and the UK have now got rid of VAT on that. So that's good. Hey, that, that's a little bit of upside to Brexit, isn't it? Brexit means Brexit. Get the tampons cheaper. I mean, that's fair. It's a you can't you can't be charging more than you need to for this stuff, can you? I don't think that's right. I'm not a lady, but I'd be pretty pissed off if I'm paying VAT. On, on, on my sanitary wares. But here's, here's the thing about VAT. VAT is one of those ones that you only know about it once you're told about it, right? You think something's the price it is. So I think sometimes it's like it's the worst way of pricing anything to a personal customer. Like if you're a business customer, please say the price is £100 plus VAT. I don't mind that. I don't mind doing the quick bit of maths 20% of £100, £20, £120, £120 is what I'm paying, right? Don't mind that as a business customer, because guess what? I can reclaim the VAT. Fine. Tell me how much it costs. 
But when I'm a private customer, just a person, personal customer, tell me it's £120. So I'm telling you what, £120 is cheaper than £100 plus VAT. Facts. Yeah, £120, that's the price. £100 plus VAT. What are they VAT for? What are they VAT? This is bollocks. Give it off. It's unfair. It's out of order. And so just don't don't tell me the additional cost. It's like when you say, oh, the price of this product is this plus post and packaging. No. Unless there's an option where I can get free post and packaging, don't separate the cost. Put it in. Don't tell me this thing costs you £20 plus post and packaging. No. Tell me it's going to cost me £28 to get it tomorrow. That's how much it's going to cost. You know how many times you go shopping and you... For something online, it's like my budget is twenty pounds. Then you find that it's twenty pounds, and like the poster package is now ten pounds. Is that well, that's thirty pounds. So I might as well get that other product that's twenty five pounds. Yeah, now it's only thirty five pounds, but I mean, if I'm going to be spending thirty pounds, including poster package, I'd rather spend thirty pounds on the product and then another ten pounds on poster package. Does that make sense? No, but we do it. We bloody do it. We, we bloody do it. So we've got that going on. COVID, that's still there. Um, people having to go to work tomorrow. Teachers, especially teachers. Um, loving it. I love reading all the teacher stuff. If you don't know, my wife's a teacher. So I'll get a little bit of the inside scoop. So I have to read the news to work out <laughs> what stuff is actually in the news and what stuff is a real inside scoop stuff. You know, because I'm not meant to know, right? But what I'm finally, the head teachers and the teachers are on the same page, and it's the page that you that's got a big middle finger drawn to the government, because the government has given them a big big middle finger regarding their health, right? You can't be saying there's this new super strain of virus, yeah, that's spreading through children. And then you go, but schools have got to stay open. So that makes no sense. Make it make sense. Children are the worst spreaders. But keep the place open where all the children congregate and then go to different households. Stay at home, but send your children out to catch the virus and bring it into your house. Stay at home, though. Yeah? Good idea. Policy. See, what's happening now is you've got the teachers' unions saying this because basically to strike you have to actually give notice to strike strikes like a real formal action yeah and you can't really just be striking willy-nilly as much as it may feel like that when you watch the news that yeah bloody tfl they're striking bloody teachers they're striking you can't just strike like that that's why there's always that big back and forth and you have to give notice that you're going to strike so teachers aren't striking um i guess from a pr perspective that would look like a nightmare as well but what the teachers are doing is are saying they don't feel safe to be at work, and rightfully so. Am I biased? Yes, but even if I wasn't biased, even if I wasn't married to a teacher, I would 100% agree with that, because it literally makes no sense how everyone else has to work from home, right? And they're not frontline workers. And I get it. I do get the practical aspect of why schools need to stay open, so teachers can go to school, so um, so children go to school, so then most of the countries who are parents can go to work and work. I get that, understand it from a practical perspective, but from a healthcare perspective, from a moral perspective, it makes no sense to have schools still open. It makes no sense to me 
at all. So what's happening is the teaching unions are telling teachers, don't strike because you can't do that, but do tell your head teacher that you don't feel safe to work. And the head teachers unions have told the head teachers that we are writing a letter preparing legal action against the government. And if any of your teachers say that they don't feel safe at work, do not punish them. Can you see that? Can you see where that's going? Teachers, come off work because you don't feel safe. Head teachers, don't punish any teachers who say they don't feel safe. Meaning you're not going to have enough teachers in the school. Means the school won't be safe to be open from a legal perspective. And then the schools will have to close. Because if the government ain't going to protect you, you've got to protect yourself. And that's why I'm always, I'm always for people who strike. I may not be for the reason you're striking or the reason why your union's telling you to take action. But I'm I'm a big like supporter of like trade unions. I am, generally am. Uh, I guess that makes me a bit left wingish, right? But it's it's the power of the people. Without unions, and so even if you don't have a union, if you're just a body of employees, if you work somewhere and there's thousand employees, but your executive board's ten people, right? There's more of you than them. All talk to each other and be like, all right, fuck it, we're not doing that on Friday, tools down. But what tends to happen is people give it all the talk in the staff room, all the talk at the back gate when they're smoking a cigarette, all the talk down the pub, and when it comes to action, yeah, and Steve stands up and goes, I ain't having this anymore. And the, and the manager's looking at him like, is that right, Steve? And Steve's like, yeah, me and the boys. Ain't that right, boys? And Neil, Dave and Gary, they're just all looking down at their phones, just like, I don't, I don't, sorry, Steve, I don't know what you're talking about. And Steve's like, oh, come on, guys. And now Steve's been sacked. Steve's been sacked, your pay ain't gone up, your hours have been extended, and you've taken away your fucking coffee machine because you didn't have the balls to say what you wanted. That's what's going to happen. That's what happens. So I, I respect teachers say no it's not it's not working for us no stop it i mean they've got schools secondary schools opening on the 18th primary schools opening early what are you playing at what are you playing at? i don't know damn man all right so what else i see this week i saw um i saw a tweet going around um about parents someone said i can't I can never stand or tolerate parents who charge their kids rent when they don't need the money. Yeah? I can't stand when parents charge their kids rent when they don't need the money. Now, it is my thing about this. Because some people try to make it a racial thing as well. Maybe even a class thing. Who knows? Because a lot of people divide class on racial lines and that's not always the case a lot of people go my white people do this and what they actually mean is like middle class people do whatever but the white people do this when black people talk about the world we see the world racially like women see the world along sex like sex men and women men get to do it's like not, not all men not all men yeah like you're telling me white guy problems as a black man yeah the same way that when you go to white white people do this that you're you're saying rich guy problems to a white guy that's <laughs> to a poor white guy that's what that's what you're doing but um granted there are some households where they don't charge their kids rent 
um, you know, the kids are adult age, then what happens is the kids manage to save money, and then the parents give some money towards deposit, and then they buy a house, and and that's it, and now they're on the property ladder, and what the argument was is other households, and they were saying black people, what black people do is the parents charge their kids rent, kids can never save, and the kids just leave the home because they want independence, and then, uh, they, and the, but they end up renting, and they never actually end up on the property ladder, right, now I hear that, I do hear that a little bit, but part of me feels like that's just kids trying to blame their parents as to why they're in whatever position they're in, right, because here's my thing, if you are a big grown adult living in your parents' house, you need to pay your way, pay your goddamn way, especially if you've been away as well, right, if you've been away, like, to uni, you come back, your your parents, whether it's a single parent or a couple, they've seen the drop in cost, they've seen the electricity charge go down, yeah, they've seen that because of the TV's not on all the time, the internet usage has gone down, oh, I can actually stream this programme now, because shithead upstairs isn't downloading half the internet, yeah, Matter of toilet tissue isn't being used as quickly because you're not there wanking it away. Listen! <laughs> you, their life got better once you left for a bit. So you come back and you're like, I ain't paying shit. Piss off. You, we realise how much you cost. Pay something. Especially depending on how much you're earning. Some people graduated uni, right? And they're earning double, triple what their parents earned. And they're trying to sit there and go, I ain't paying you shit. And don't tell me what to do. I'm, I'm an adult. Well, pay pay your way then. Pay your goddamn way. Right? And here's my thing. As a parent, if you really can afford, yeah, if you really can afford it, you don't need any keep from your kids, still take it. Still take it. Because in the real world, you have to pay your way. And what you can do with the money is just put it aside. My mate's uh, parents did that for him. Charged him rent because they knew he wouldn't save. They literally asked him after three years of him living there, how much have you saved since you've been here? And he went, he said some derisory amount. And they're like, you're ridiculous. Is is this money? He's like, oh, cheers. Like, no, it's your money. <laughs> we took it from you because he knew you are a shithead and you wouldn't save. That's my thing. If you've got a kid, you can see that they're, you know, if they're studying or they're working or doing an apprenticeship and you can see they're really working hard and they're ambitious and they're responsible and they've got their heads screwed on. Then yeah, you don't need to penalise them with rent. But still make them pay their way. I think just as a thing of just responsibility, some obligations, you need that in life just to grow up. But there's some people, they will be earning loads, big money. But they're a fuckhead. And they just won't save that money at all. They'll just be like, live at home, don't care. I mean, squander, 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 squander. Mum will pay for that. Dad will pay for that. Squander, 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 squander. Don't matter, don't matter, don't matter. I'm the man of the house. How, how, what? How are you the man of the house? Your name's not in any agreement. You're not, you're not the man of the house. No, I'm an adult. Treat me with respect. You live with your parents. Uh, you're their kid. 
they'll start looking at you on a level once you start acting like you're on a level. But if you're just rolling your house, leaving flipping plates in the washing, I mean, that's your way of paying your way. Chores. Chores. Keeping the house tidy. Like a respectable member of society. Like, no, that's not paying your way. Well, wipe my ass, Jesus. I put the toilet seat down, Jesus. I've paid my way. Leave me alone, mother. Jesus. <laughs> not good enough. No. Not not good enough. You can't be home, just like. What's your dinner, mum? Thank you. I'm going out. Don't ask me where I'm going. I'm an adult. Jesus. No. That's when I stopped telling my mom where I was going. When she had to know my address where I was living because I was moved, I moved out. Now, right, from a financial perspective, did I move out too soon? Maybe. Would I have benefited of living at home for longer, saving my money, putting that down as a deposit for a house? Yeah? I moved out of my mum's house in 2013. 2013? Yeah, two, 2013. Moved out of my mum's house. Uh, and in 2018, moved in with my wife. Right? So for five years, paying rent um, when I could have been at home, I suppose. But here's the thing. I guess there's different pressures as a guy. Like, you got to move out at some point as a guy. It's harder to find a woman who accepts you live at home. As a single guy. But if you're living at home as a single guy. You really got to show. Look this is how much I've saved. I've actually saved. That's one thing. Yeah you could do a flex of. I'm staying at home because I think it's dumb to pay rent. Because you're just paying money to someone else. And save my money for a deposit. Cool. How much have you saved for a deposit? Um. £10. Because I went to Magaluf. Still go Magaluf. Like no. That's not good enough. Like women can get away with it. Staying at home for longer. But women tend to actually save. That's the thing. And that's what you are seeing. You're seeing women making moves. You're seeing women earning more, saving, earning more, buying a place on their own. And now it's like, guy can't chat to me now. You can't chat to me. I'm buying a place on my own. What are you bringing to the table? My man's living at home rent-free. But I'm an adult. Treat me like a man. Respect me. Shall we go halves on the dinner? No. <laughs> it's like, not going to work. Respect me. I'm a man. I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm an alpha male. I'm an alpha male because I've said I'm an alpha male. That's what alpha males do. They say they're alpha males all the time. I'm an alpha. Respect me. What are you going to do for me on Valentine's Day? <laughs> that one is a personal joke. Because that's what I said to my wife. When our first Valentine's Day. But that's just because of previous Valentine's Days I've had. You split the day. That's what you do. Valentine's Day is going to be a celebration of our love. I'll do some stuff for you. You could do some stuff for me. Oh, it's fun. It's exciting. It's our day. My wife went, no, it's a day for girl. <laughs> so she was like, you need to do stuff for me. I was like, huh? 
So what about anniversaries? She's like, do stuff for me. And I was like, what? Now, anniversaries, he said, it's our day. Valentine's Day, she goes, that's, no, do stuff for me. And I was like, what? what? And she, she did some Jedi mind trick and just emasculated me into agreeing. She's like, what, so do you want something? What do you want for Valentine's Day? Do you want some flowers? And I was like, Jesus. Yeah, all right. You right. You right. You right. It's a day for girls, man. <laughs> no, but. Now, so do you, people. Do you. I've, I've rambled on about living at home. I've gone into relationships. But do you, yeah? If you're a parent, charge your kids what you want. Um, but I just think it's all dependent on individuals, right? Different children, different parents. Different parents in different circumstances. Some parents have been struggling for life and finally they've got an income earning adult in the house now they've been in the house with two or three children maybe just one child but paying for all of these mouths never asked for a thing now you're 18 they're seeing you going out they're seeing you buying a car they see you go on holiday and they're like mm, um how much do you earn do you think that you could spare, like, maybe £150 or £200 a month? You know, just to help out around the house? I just noticed you left the TV on and the light on all night. Maybe you can help around the house? You're like, no, Mum, screw you! I don't, I don't. I'm labouring the point, I'm labouring the point, but... I don't, like I say, but you have got those parents in those situations. But you've got those parents who live in Cushley. Kids, no kids. They could afford another family if they wanted. They don't need the rent, but like I said, I just think it's important that adults learn obligation. You can't just be going, don't know, we won't charge you any rent, we won't charge you any rent. Here you go, here's £50,000 for a deposit for a house. You give them £50,000, they're like, Dad, Dad, what? I've got this letter from EDF, it's got my name on it, they say that I owe them money for electricity. I don't know what a meter is. Just like, you can't, you can't have that. You, you can't, you can't have that, you know? Flip it out. I don't know. Anyway, let's get on some dear, some dear, dear drink. Um, you all right? Let's get on some dear, 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 dear drink. Man City are winning 3-0. Top though, back to winning ways. Anyway, um, let's get on to the dear, dear, there it is. No, that's not dear, 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 that's the internet. When I freaked out people are, because this is dark outside, I'm sat in my car in the dark, in all black. Very surprised police come knocking on the window. Excuse me, sir, is this your vehicle? Yes, I'm inside it. No, he says we got, got, got a call from a neighbour saying suspicious behaviour outside. No, not suspicious. I mean, this is kind of suspicious. I'm sat in a car on my own. With just the glare of the phone in my face, looking like an absolute serial killer. But uh, no, nothing suspicious, officer. Be on your way. Be on your way, merry man. Be on your way. Um, oh come on, internet. You bloody internet. Come on. Oh, I can't get any dear dear up, people. Here we go. I was going to try to wing it and just make up my own dear, dear dream. Um, 
what let's see let's see let's see uh, this, this one's uh this one's crazy sorry people this is not great listening just me breathing uh into the microphone waiting for this to load why is that opened up now oh you buttock come on Oh, right, uh, sorry, for whatever reason, maybe it's the cold, maybe the internet doesn't work at minus one. Anyway, perfect Packham. I'm completely obsessed with Chris Packham and imagine he's my husband during sex. Dear Deirdre, I have become completely obsessed with a well-known presenter on TV. I'm acting like a teenager with their first crush. Wow. I have always loved nature programs and in and I particularly like Chris Packham. I've created fa- fantasies where we are married and he is madly in love with me. Cool. In my dreams, we work on shows together, have a beautiful home and our evenings are spent together. These fantasies are taking over my life. They're all I think about. I have even brought a framed photo of Chris and hidden it from my partner. We're both 51. Wow. Is this you and your partner or you and Chris Packham? I don't know. Um, now I'm struggling to enjoy sex with my partner unless I imagine he is Chris. I can't understand this. I'm an intelligent woman. Despite knowing nothing can come of it, I'm acting like a love sick teen. Listen, listen, listen here. If you're giving your husband that fucking work, yeah? The fucking work. But your eyes are closed and you're thinking of a nature man, Chris Packham, to do it. As long as your husband doesn't know and he's getting to work. Yeah? He's getting that whap. He won't mind. He won't care. Don't don't tell him, because what will happen is you'll tell him like you're all shy, and guess what he'll do? He'll laugh at your crush. Because that's what men do if they're not intimidated, they'll laugh at your crush. And if they are intimidated, then they'll get pissed off and get a floppy boner. And guess what? You ain't going to get any sex. You won't be able to imagine Chris then, will ya? Look, you won't get any satisfaction. So, just don't tell him. He's either going to laugh at your crush till you think it's stupid to fancy that person. Or you end up hating your husband a bit. Because he's now slagging off your man, Chris Packham. Or, your husband's going to be wrecked by it you're not cheating on your husband yeah you're cheating with your husband on chris packham so your husband won't mind all right so there you go that's what you do that's my advice there you just keep that in your head and you keep giving your husband work Anyway, um, family feud. My partner ended up with two black eyes after a drunken fight with my son. <laughs> uh, please let it be his son as well. Getting beaten up by his son. Hilarious. I'm the new head of the family now. You're an old man. You're an old man. I'm the new father. Um, my, par- dear, dear, my partner ended up with two black eyes and a cut to his head after a fight with my son. Before their fallout... They got they got along well. Now my son, who is twenty, insists I kick out my partner 
though he came off much worse. Listen, because the guy lost doesn't mean he's the victim. Yeah? Let's get this. Let's have it right. If you start a fight with me and I batter you, you're not now the victim because you just got battered. Nah, that's your issue. I didn't tell you to start on me. Seriously, if I ran a country, that'd be one of my laws. When there's a fight, if someone's been murdered, I'm like, who started it? <laughs> yeah, CCTV, all right, I see you started it. Someone's been murdered, brutally assaulted, whatever. You headbutted him first. He battered you. Yeah, you're in a wheelchair now, but you started it. So, bam, dismissed. Get out of my court. If the starter loses, case dismissed immediately. Let's see, though. Um, so, let's see. Unfortunately, both of them had been drinking and I was out at work. My son was smoking in his bedroom with his girlfriend, which riled my partner, as we don't allow this in the house. My son is normally a good lad. He's studying for a degree in sport, but helps out at home. Okay. After their fight, my son stormed out and is now with my parents okay i have tried reasoning with him but he insists my partner is dangerous yet my son doesn't have a mark on him while my boyfriend is left black and blue i'm telling you i'm telling you i don't, i feel caught in the middle and he's breaking my heart my partner who makes me very happy is 44 i'm 41 what's your partner said your partner's acting all sheepish yeah your partner hasn't got the balls to say, listen, your son was the aggressor and he attacked me. Yeah? If he's, if he's not coming with, he attacked me. Coming full victim mode? He's lying. Because he knows he gave it the big I am. He kicked down your son's bedroom door, said, put that shit out, not in my house. And your son went, this ain't even your house. This ain't even your house, Keith. Piss off. And Keith said, what do you say to me? What do you say to me? Fuck, let's have it now. Let's have it now. Come on. Let's have it now, Stephen. And grabbed Stephen by the cuff. And Stephen's like, Keith, get off me. What are you doing? Stephen's girlfriend, Danielle's there. Like, get off him. Get off him. He's like, no, no, that's it. Get out of my house. He's like, what are you doing? Get off me, Keith. And Keith swings a punch at Steve. And Stephen gets a slip. Yeah? Gives the Philly shoulder roll. Drops the shoulder. Bam! Right hook. Keith stumbles back. Comes forward. Pow! Straight left. Keith comes forward again. Smashes a bottle on the edge of the table. Goes to juke Steve in the chest. Steve! Thunderous kick to the testes. There's no rules in a street fight. Keith's on the floor like, I thought it was. That's out of order. It's like, you've got a broken bottle in your hand, Keith. What do you mean you thought it was out of order me kicking you in the nuts? You was about to glass me. You was about to open me up like a can of Prince's tuna, Steve. I mean, Keith. So, listen. Your husband or your boyfriend ain't coming with that energy, that he's a victim. He started the fight, he lost the fight, and now his tail's between his legs. You don't have to kick any of them out. You just need to sit them both down and go, what happened? And see what happens.
See if their story sounds like they're aligned at all. And ask the girlfriend if she was there. It's like, what happened? What, what happened? Yeah, and then you just find out. Because you're not going to kick any Eve them out. Just just try to resolve it, innit? You don't need to pick one or the other. They're both adults. That's what you need to do. Right. Firm friends. I think this is the last one. Because um, we're at 32 minutes. And I want to go back indoors. Ooh, there's 78 new titles on, on Netflix. Interesting. See if I'm interested in any of them. Anyway, firm friends. My wife has chosen friendship with a gay pal from work over our family. How I don't know how that even manifests. Like, what has she done? Like, is she now, is she now living with the gay friends and has abandoned the family? Or do you have to share some attention with someone who has a life outside the family? Let's see, Darren. You've jumped to judgments already. Okay. Dear Deirdre, I part with my wife's friendship with a gay man she met at work. You put up. So you what, some homophobe? You don't like her being friends with a gay guy? I don't know. It's the way it's worded. Sounds mad. We'll carry on, though. The, um, they regularly go out together and she, and she talks about him non-stop. Well, he's gay, so what, what are you scared about? He's not going to sleep with your wife she wants me and our two children to accept him as a friend but i'm not keen okay my wife's 57 i'm 59 we've been we've been happily married for 28 years they go out for lunch and constantly text or call one another the guy's 55 she even has a key for his flat okay Are you sure he's gay he's, he's sounding less gay he's sounding less gay as the moment goes on um, it started to get too much for me. Regardless, she's carried on seeing him and Reese came home with an expensive necklace he'd given her on her birthday. Was it a pearl necklace? Giggity. Um, I saw red and threw it outside. She now says she wants a divorce. How can she choose a friendship over family? Bruv, you dashed out a present. Why'd you do that? How are you going to act crazy and be like she's the one acting crazy? That's That's prime crazy. You haven't even said to her, hey, how about you hang out with this guy a bit less? Hang out with me. Oh, you even provided anything alternative to hang out. I bet she's there cooking dinner. Everything's fine in the house. House is tidy. She still works as well. Takes care of the kids. She remembers your mum and your sister's presents, birthdays and stuff. And she does their presents to put your name in the card. She does all of that. And all she wants to do is hang out with Julian. Okay. Julian St. Gabriel, okay, she, that's who she wants, to, that's, that's his name, that's, that's, that's the gay guy's name, Julian St. Gabriel from work, and you're getting mad, I bet he's camp as hell as well, like, there's not even a hint that he could be into your wife, and you're like, get your hands off her, <laughs> oh dear, I don't know, man, I don't know. I don't know. But, um, right. But I think that's it. I think that's the end of the pod. It's a short one. Um, so, Happy New Year, people. I hope your 2021 uh, is better than your 2020. Um, what a great year. This year, uh, definitely hoping uh, for better things. Um, started low. It has started low this year. It's just not pod. Uh, ready stuff but it it's been a low start and i've i've pepped myself up to do this pod 
that's that's all I can share. Me giving you half stories is me asking for sympathy without giving you any information, um, which is a shit move. But anyway, that is what it is. Right, so that is the end of the pod. Um, I'll speak to you next week when we're further into the year and I will have completed my 33rd year on the planet. That's right. I will be 33 by the next podcast. Um, Yep. For the complete my 33rd year. It's not the start of my 33rd year. People sometimes get confused with age like that, but no. When I turn 33, that means I've been on the planet for 33 complete years. So I'm in my 33rd year at the moment. Complete it in the week. And then uh, speak to you lot after. All right. See you on the other side. My last year of my early 30s. Because after 33, you're mid-30s. And then it's all downhill from there. All right, people. Peace.